Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Hebrews. Today is episode 885, and we're looking at Hebrews chapter 7, verses 26 to 28. Let's read the passage. For this is the kind of high priest we need, holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day as high priests do, first for their own sins, then for those of the people. He did this once for all time when he offered himself. For the law appoints as high priests men who are weak, but the promise of the oath, which came after the law, appoints a son who has been perfected forever. This is the book of Hebrews. It's a letter or a written sermon addressed to a group of Jewish Christians. And it seems that they're experiencing persecution at the hands of the Roman Empire, persecuting Christians. And the temptation is to disassociate from Christianity and fall back into just Judaism, which is tolerated by the Roman government. The author of Hebrews is arguing that that would be a bad move because Christ is superior to Judaism. He began with this idea that Christ is superior to several things. He's superior to angels, superior to Moses. Then he presented Christ as the new high priest. Superior. He's in the order of Melchizedek, which is something entirely different. Superior to the Levitical priesthood. He's superior as high priest because of this divine oath, this promise that was given in Psalm 110. And superior because of the permanence of his position as high priest. So all these things point to the superiority of Christ as the high priest. Guys, finishing up this argument of superiority of high priest here today in verses 26 through 28. Verse 26, he says, For this is the high kind of high priest we need holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. By holy, he means without sin. Innocent, that's blameless. And undefiled means pure. There's nothing that has polluted him. Separated from sinners. That can be meant a couple different ways. Separated physically, and that he's in heaven, so he's not with sinners. Or separated from sinners, meaning he's not like sinners. Or could he both those combined together and exalted above the heavens speak to his moral position, his fact that he has been exalted, declared by God to be above the heavens. Now, the whole point he's making here is that he is not a fallen sinful man like the Levitical priests. He made that point earlier that the priests are appointed priests as men. They're sinful, fallen men. They have their own problems, their own issues. They're tempted like other people. They sin like other people. Christ is not like that. And that's the the point he's really making here, is that Christ isn't like the Levitical priest. He is not a sinner. And why is that important? Well, verse 27, he doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day as high priests do, first for their own sins, then for those of the people. Now, this is somewhat problematic trying to understand this. There's some confusion because he makes the point that he doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day as high priests do. Well, high priests don't make sacrifices every day. The high priest does this sacrifice 
annually on the Day of Atonement, where he makes one sacrifice for himself to make himself acceptable to then offer the sacrifice for the people. But there are sacrifices made daily by all the other priests. And some of these are just daily sacrifices for the people. Some of them are individual sacrifices for individuals coming to the temple. And I think he's just combining all this together. The, the daily sacrifices, the annual sacrifices, the sacrifice that the high priest makes specifically for himself, the sacrifices that are made on behalf of all the people, which would include the priests themselves. They are part of the people that these offerings to cover all the people are being made for also. So I think he's lumping all the sacrifices that the priests, the high priests do all together. And his point here is Jesus doesn't need to make sacrifices for himself. And he doesn't need to keep making daily sacrifices because, as he says at the end of verse 27, he did this once for all time when he offered himself. So he doesn't need to make daily sacrifices or annual sacrifices. He made one sacrifice, and that was a sufficient for all time. And he doesn't need to make sacrifices for himself because, as he talked about in verse 26, he is without sin. And, interesting, he doesn't need to make sacrifices for himself, but the sacrifice he did make was himself. He sacrificed himself. That's where you look at Jesus, and sometimes he's described as the temple. He's described as the priest. He's described as the sacrifice. So he plays all these parts in the sacrificial system, and he did what is necessary once and for all to take care of all sin for all time. Verse 28, For the law appoints as high priests men who are weak, but the promise of the oath, which came after the law, appoints a son who has been perfected forever. He's back to the point of those that are Appointed priests under the Mosaic law are weak, sinful, fallen people. They brings up the issue of the promise of the oath. He's referring here to Psalm 110. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. And that this came after the law. Remember, this was a Psalm of David, which was several hundred years after the Mosaic law. And that appoints the Messiah as the new high priest or here he says, the Son, who has been perfected forever. Now, perfected, what's that mean? That he wasn't perfect before? We've touched on this before. Made appropriate for. So, perfected doesn't mean he wasn't perfect. Now, he is perfect. It means what he has done has made him appropriate for the role he now occupies. And that is the opposite the role of savior, the role of high priest. So the big point here is that Jesus Christ as the high priest is superior because the new high priest is Jesus. So he's superior because of who he is. He is the holy, blameless, sinless one, the divine one, the permanent one. So he's been talking about this whole issue of Christ as the high priest is superior to the Levitical priesthood. 
and remember what they're the people he's talking to, what they're tempted to do is fall back into Judaism. Well, Judaism is tied up with this sacrificial system administered by the priests. Christ is superior to all of that. And that sacrificial system has been annulled, as he mentioned earlier. It was never intended to be permanent. So it's not that God made a mistake and realized, oh, I did something wrong. I better do something better. It was never intended to be permanent. It was intended as a placeholder to show people that they were incapable of dealing with sin themselves, to show people the seriousness of sin and that they really needed somebody to step in and take care of it on their behalf. And that was the plan all along for Christ to come in and take care of the sin problem for people. So Christ is the new high priest, superior to the old priesthood, because he's not a sinful person like the Levitical priesthood. His sacrifice doesn't need to be repeated. It was once and for all. His sacrifice, his position, is permanent. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Hebrews.